Hey you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that many people love that I discuss, and it's something I thought I would want to go back to coming up with healthy ways of working through, and that is relationships. Now, many of us, we've heard of red flags as it relates to relationships. I thought it'd be good today to talk about green flags. So if we can know what are some of the positive things we do have in our relationships, then we can hopefully create stronger bonds and be able to maintain them moving forward. So when I think of relationship green flags, there's a few that come to mind that I thought would be really good for us to discuss and be able to work through if these are ones that we struggle with. So one of the main relationship green flags that I do know of that works really well is practicing self-care. So when we think of self-care in a relationship, you sometimes see people that will go out of their way to help someone else and they lose track of themselves. But to have a supportive and strong relationship, we need to practice self-care within ourselves. And that means sometimes exercising, reading a book, learning to have a date with yourself without having your spouse or partner there with you. Practicing self-care is vital. And for many of you who have kids or who maybe have other responsibilities being a caregiver, a lot of times you do put yourself on the back burner and it's hard to find self-care. But when we can learn to practice self-care, that is a definite relationship green flag. Another is to communicate openly. So this means that we shouldn't be thinking of how someone else is feeling in every instance, but when I can learn how I'm communicating and ask that person if they're open to sharing what are their feelings or their thoughts, then that means that I'm open to hearing their suggestions. And when I start getting to communicating openly, that means I have to be open within myself of what am I holding back on or what are some things maybe I need to share that would help to honor that person's boundaries, but also be able to help myself. The third one is to think about is vulnerability. So when we think of communicating openly, being vulnerable can be a really tough thing in a relationship. One of the hardest things is letting someone know that something is bothering you, but also being willing to let that person just be a listening ear or maybe being a supportive friend or supportive person in that situation. So I'll give an example. Um, there are some cases where maybe you won't feel as comfortable being vulnerable. So a relationship on a job, maybe with your boss, you might not want to share certain pertinent details that you're struggling with. Um, but it's important for you to have a friend or maybe a coworker that you do trust that you can talk to and be able to work through that before we implode. Um, because a lot of times when we think of vulnerability, the first thing you'll hear someone say is, I don't want to appear weak, or maybe they feel like if I'm too vulnerable, then I won't be able to manage my emotions. So this is where we do an emotional check-in with ourselves, but also checking in with the people closest to us who can help us to share our feelings, but also know it's okay to not be okay at times. Another relationship green flag is empathy. I love the difference between empathy and sympathy. So sympathy, of course, is feeling sorry for. Empathy means feeling for or being able to feel with others. And this in a relationship, for sure, when we think of empathizing, it means that we have to be aware of what we're giving off, but also being able to be self-reflective of what is it that I need and what does this person possibly need in this situation. So empathy is going to be vital and it's going to be really um, and vital and important, again, for us to be aware of what we do give off and what are some things that we choose not to share. But being able to, to feel for others in a relationship makes the relationship grow. 
Another relationship green flag is self-responsibility. So this means that I'm able to look at myself and to know what am I responsible for in this relationship. Um, a lot of times we'll see ourselves jumping into things that maybe are not our responsibilities, or we sometimes can feel that if we don't change the situation or be there, then we're at fault. But when we think of in, in any types of relationship, it's, you need to have an actual map where you map out what is that I bring to the table? What are the things I'm expecting of others to bring? And can we meet somewhere in the middle? And when I think of myself, I have to know who I am before I can be responsible for what I'm going to change. So if I'm struggling with knowing my own identity or struggling with knowing my place in this world or my place in this relationship, it's going to be really not only difficult for me to be able to be responsible, but also to be reflective on my responsibility and being aware of what it takes to continue to maintain responsible actions in this relationship. And when I think of relationships, I always think of relationships like glue. And when you think of glue, a lot of times it's something that keeps us pretty much together, strong, bonded together. But there are a lot of things in glue, if you think about it, it can get really messy. And if we just spread it everywhere and we're not actually aware of what we're sticking to or what we're holding down, it can be hard for us to move forward. So when I think of things that bond us together in relationships, of course, sex is a major component. And you will hear people say when sex drive decreases, other things can obviously increase. But there's nothing wrong with having healthy sex in a relationship. And it goes back to intimacy and passion. And those intimacy and passion com components will help us to learn to hopefully work through being committed and understanding. And that sex isn't the main part of relationship, but it definitely is a part in many relationships moving forward. Laughter. I love to laugh. And y'all know that laughing is something that we need to do. And many of us struggle with laughing because sometimes we try to laugh through the pain and we don't experience it. But laughter means that I have to be aware of what's funny to me. What is what's something that makes me feel jovial and excited? And maybe what are some things that I'm nervous about? that I need to be able to kind of process and discuss. And being able to laugh and share openly will, will help us to build that, that relationship further. Another major component is being able to be spontaneous. There's sometimes we need to just be in the moment and be able to kind of share, this is how I'm feeling. This is something I think that would be fun for us because that can sometimes increase the relationship bond, just being able to, to get out and say, hey, this is something we're going to do together and have fun and actually plan that time in the future to say, maybe this is something I can plan. And then these are things we can do separately. And this goes back into what I was mentioning earlier about being self-reflective. Sometimes you may have to be spontaneous and being able to reflect when you realize your, your nerves or stress level is increasing or you're being triggered by something you might have to make a spontaneous decision to go to a meeting or might need to make a decision to call a counselor or be able to speak to a spiritual advisor in that moment, because that can be maybe something that slows you down from reacting, but learning how to respond differently. And the last key for that relationship glue, I think that really is important is being grateful, having gratitude. And being grateful means that I'm actually able to understand how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, but what actually I have that exists within me. And we know teamwork, y'all heard that phrase, teamwork makes the dream work. I know y'all probably heard that before, but when there's no I in team, which is another phrase that many people use, 
But when we think of being part of a relationship is that you're going to have to work through. When I think of teamwork, there's the part that says work. And I'm going to have to work through a lot of things that maybe I didn't know I needed to. Or maybe being grateful for things that maybe that person just being supportive of me when I felt I could do it alone. It's going to be important for not only myself, but it allows the other person to be able to define what their role is in this relationship as well. And that goes into shared interests or shared emotions. When we share our interests and emotions with others, then we can actually plan forward. We can live different. We can actually create more green flags in our lives instead of going back to the red ones. Because we all know those negative things that we don't like or things that make us uncomfortable in relationships. But how about actually getting to that green part where we can understand what does it take to have a lone standing relationship? What does it take for us to communicate different? Or how can I honor someone's boundaries if I'm not setting boundaries for myself? Knowing these relationship green flags will help us hopefully move forward and and to understand life, but help us to build on something that we need to grow. I hope you guys understand and, and learned a lot about relationships today. And I'm here for you if you have any questions please email me, please reach out and let me know what are some relationship green flags you guys have and how can we create a bond that's stronger each day. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you.